0: Bismillah rahman rahim La hula wa Alhamdulillah quwata illa billah laliyyil adheem Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyina abil qasim al-mustafa Muhammad wa alih tayyibin al-tahirin la siyama baqiyatillahi fil aradhin ajalallahu ta'ala farajahu al-shariif Allahumma akhridin zhulmatil wah fa akramni binur fah Allahummaftah Alayna Ababa Rahmatik, Mansur Alayna Khazar, Naudu Mek, Rahmatik, Yahar Hamad Rahm. Inshallah, in this session, we familiarize ourselves with the way Hikmah is introduced in the Hadith to prepare ourselves. To then go to the Quran and then inshallah we try to uh, investigate what is the Quranic definition of Hikmah. I have selected few hadiths uh, from Muntakhabu Mizan al Hikmah, which is alhamdulillah available in English, a scale of wisdom. The good thing about this book is that it has good classification, Tabrib, for Hadith. Hadith 1693. 1693. Isa, alayhi salam said, En الْحِكْمَةَ nur Kul Kalb. Hikmah is the light of every heart. Is not in the handout. Hikmah oh, yeah. is the light of every heart. From this, you understand that Hikmah is not just some theoretical knowledge which is in mind. If it was just some kind of information, some theoretical knowledge, then it would be in mind. But Hikmah is the light of the heart. So it's very much connected to your soul To your spirituality, to your personality. But something that you should always remember when you study hadith about hikmah, there are two ways to connect to hikmah. Sometimes you possess hikmah. you are hakim if you possess hikmah, you are hakim then it is nuru kulla qalbi so your heart must be enlightened illuminate yeah sometimes you learn a wise idea from another person maybe that person is a wise person or maybe that person also has learned from someone else this is for example inshallah we will read this hadith (laughs) even from bad people you should not be hesitant to learn their wise ideas but they are not hakeem and you don't become also hakeem by learning You know, we have, for example, wise sayings of Nahjad Balagir. Can you say that by uh, memorizing these things you become wise? It's not something that you learn by theory. So can you be taught Chikmah or not? Actually, you can be taught in two ways. You can be taught hekmah by receiving lessons on wise things. Yeah? For example, we can have a course on wise sayings of different nations. Wise sayings that Chinese have, Japanese have, Koreans have, uh, Native Americans have, for example. Europeans have, you know. Arabs have. By learning all these wise things, we don't become wise. But we can benefit from those wise things, but you don't become wise. Yeah. But we have another way of teaching hikmah. And that is what Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. يُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ When the Prophet teaches Hikmah, is not like me lecturing on Hikmah. When Prophet teaches Hikmah, it means that he actually makes you wise. So, he doesn't work only on your mind. He do, does a surgery on your mind and heart and removes any blockage and puts them in the right condition so that you start understanding new things. This is something that needs, of course, Tazkiyah. As you remember, we said, Ibrahim and Ismail, when they prayed, they asked Allah, Wab'at. Him, But Allah in three places says that the same three things happened, but Tazkiya was before Ta'lim Lakadman, Baatha, Fihim, Rasulan, and Yatlu, so, if you want to learn حَكْمَة in the sense that you become hakim, it needs تَزْكِيَةٌ yeah. So, who can teach you حَكْمَة in this sense? The one who is himself purified and not only he is purified he can also purify. The Prophet was able to purify but with cooperation of people. Even the Prophet cannot purify people who don't cooperate. The one way of cooperation is to take money from them. If I was going to follow this path, I should have asked you before coming to class, either give Sadaqah or do some charity work (laughs) to be ready for this class. But I cannot say this because I am myself not purified, so, uh, but this is the way it works. So, to teach Hikmah in this sense, in the sense that you train Hakim, this is something that the Prophet and those who follow the same traditional path can do. And what is the text what is the manual it's quran this al chitab inshallah as we will say and i think 91 ayah in the quran says this is al hakim this book Or, or, or Allah is Hakim, I just I made this uh, doubt. Inshallah, I will tell you later. It's in the handout. I just doubted. Anyway, Allah is Hakim. The Quran is Hakim. And Rasulullah is Mu'allimul Hikmah wal Kitab. So now you can imagine how important is Hekmah. Quran is Hakim. Allah is Hakim. Rasulullah is also Mu'allamul Hikmah So Innal Nur Qal Does not relate to Knowing some wise ideas That is not Nur Even a Criminal Can know some wise things Someone can study these things this is to possess Hikmah. If you are given a little bit of Hikmah, but if you are given, means you own it, you possess it, not you just theoretically know Hikmah. Is it diff- clear the difference? حكمة, not the one who has read about hikmah or has memorized, is different. ومن يؤتل hikma, فقد أوتي خيرا كثيرا. It's abundant good. Yes. What is the
1: difference between hikmah
0: and Aha, uh-huh. Very good question. But you have to be waiting. We will talk about it. Hadith 1695. So This was 1693. We go to 1695. It's not in this. It's in a scale of wisdom. 1695. This is the uh, section on Hikmah. The chapter Fadlul Hikmah. Merits of Hikmah. Then in that chapter uh, this is the Third hadith. Look at this amazing hadith. I don't know how much you are going to appreciate this hadith. The amount of your appreciation shows how close you are to <laughs> 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 that <is> true, yeah <laughs> Kalimatul Hekma, Rasulullah, Saddam, and the one you Kalimatul Hekma Yasmauhal Mu'min, a word of wisdom that a Mu'min listens to. A Mu'min inshallah we will have this hadith is always looking for hikmah al-hikmah to tul mu'min mu'min is like someone who has something missing yeah if your key if your i don't know computer if something is missing you look for it yeah you you are not uh, feeling at rest unless you find it hikmah for moment is like this moment looks for hikmah Okay. Kalimatul al-hikmah al-mu'min khayrun min ibadat sanah is better than ibadah of one year. Khawarid had ibadah of decades. No wisdom. So if Ibadah is without understanding, without wisdom, then you don't benefit. Actually that Ibadah can even make you worse because you become proud of yourself. You start admiring yourself. Yeah? So sometimes for a Mu'min, one word of wisdom can open a new horizon. And Mu'min appreciates that. Yeah. For Mu'min having a word of wisdom is like a thirsty person who is almost dying, and then you give him very pleasant cool water. He's energized. So, hikmah, Inshallah, we will have this. Hikmah is something that refreshes the heart. Chikmah. You know, unfortunately, sometimes, for example, people, they get so much energy. Of course, not really deep energy, but superficial energy by watching a movie or watching a game or you know football i'm not against these things but for a moment learning one piece of wisdom is like it's like seeing the whole world cup <laughs> it's not a big world cup your team loses in
1: the first round no.
0: suppose you win so, this is Hadith from Rasulullah. Hadith 1696. Again, from Rasulullah. Sallallahu <laughs> <laughs> <kada> Alaihi Wasallam. al and Yakuna Nabiya. Hakim is very close to be a prophet. Hakim doesn't receive revelation but outcome of receiving revelation is Hikmah. So he has Hikmah. So in our age when there is no revelation coming so if we want to find people who are closest to the prophets would be wise mu'minin, Because the Sultan الحكيم أن يكون Yakuna Nabi Amir al السلام sixteen ninety seven Al Hikmatu Rawdatul About Aghil, you asked Hikmah is the garden of Uqala rational, intelligent people. Because Aql is a matter of processing information for the sake of understanding. And Aql is looking for Hikmah because he wants to know what would be The best thing that can have practical impact on his life. Agil very much enjoys Elm, but more than Elm enjoys hikmah. Because if Elm has not been processed to produce hikmah, still it's not ripe. In when becomes hikmah is like you have now ripe fruits. Vanuzhatunbala is the entertainment for honorable people. Because You, as human beings, should be more entertained by something which is the greatest achievement of humanity. Yeah? So, when you see hikmah, you will be energized, you will be refreshed. In another hadith, Amir al Mumin said, Al hikmatu. Shajaratun tanbutu fil kalb. Hekmah is a tree which grows in the heart, not in the mind. Hekmah is in the heart, as we said. But this tree has fruits. Not only shadow. Yeah? It has fruits. Where can you find the fruits of Hikmah? On the tongue. When he speaks, you would see the fruits of that tree. Shajaratun tanbutu fil but bears fruits on the tongue. We have that uh, famous hadith of uh, whoever purifies himself for the sake of Allah for forty days. Man If someone purifies himself for Allah subhanahu wa taala forty days, pardon. Ah. Jarat Yanabi The fountains of hikmah will flow. Min qalbi Allah From t- heart to the tongue. If for forty days you manage to purify yourself for Allah, imagine if someone purifies himself for Allah for forty years. What happens? <laughs> like Rasulullah, that after 40 years, he, he got the revelation. <clears throat> yes.
1: If it's something that is flowing from the heart, yes. that means it's either being placed in the heart by Allah or under, I mean, it's already in the heart but undercover and it's been opened to get access. Which is it or is it either or? Uh
0: huh.
1: Is it already there, and you uncover it when you're purifying, or is it when Allah gives light into your heart?
0: Uh, I have an uh, analogy, but this analogy, you know, is not to be taken literally. This analogy is maybe, inshallah, helpful. When you are working on your purity. Plus learning, thinking, studying all these things, some inspirations come to you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through, for example, Holy Spirit, Ruhul Qudus. These inspirations come and stop. Maybe once in a month maybe once in a week, like flashes, but then it becomes more often. Then it becomes constant. So the one who is hakim is not receiving single inspirations. Allah has changed and transformed his heart in the way that constantly receives inspirations. It's like what? Sometimes I say to someone, please take this message to this person. Then I after a few days, please take this message to this person. Then this becomes more frequent. But when it becomes constant, then I give him a device that I constantly communicate to. <laughs> Hakim is the one that has a device here in the heart that constantly receives inspirations from Allah, he does not have experiences of one time understanding, what time not understanding. But this has not happened uh, to, for example, millions of people. Some people, لَقَدْ أَتَيْنَا al الْحَكِيمِ. Lukman al-Hakim has reached this point. Prophet has reached this point. Imams have. Reached- Maybe some pious people can reach this point. But it's not something that, it's not like muttaqi, it's more than muttaqi. It's a muttaqi that has well grown in rationality and knowledge. And, you know, inshallah, we may, maybe talk. By the way, I have two series of lectures on Hikmah uh, uh, one seven and one eight. One was given in the shrine of Lady Masuma, if you want. Uh, you can listen also to those lectures, but now we are discussing some also new things. In or... English, English. Yes. On YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay. So al is bearing fruit on the tongue but these fruits come from the the mouth but these fruits then are used in different areas of life so from him you hear wise ideas that then you can implement it in your family life community life personal life your business you know another hadith is hadith 1700. Amir al-Mu'minin says, Al-Hikmatu dhalla mumin Hikmah is something which is missing, is lost. Dhalla doesn't mean uh, misguiding, that's mudil. Dhalla means misguided or missed. You know, zhal is someone who has gone astray. Or when an object or a person is missing, we say zhala. Yeah, for example, maybe your child, maybe your object, you lose it. So, hikmah is zhalatul mu'min. What does it mean? It means that there is a relation between hikmah and mu'min. Because hikmah comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything that belongs to Allah somehow also belongs to Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> like anything that belongs to you, your father somehow also belongs to you. Okay. So if this goes missing, you should look for it. fatlubuha Seek. Go and search for it. Even if you find it with a pagan. Even if you find it uh, with a mushrik, pagan, don't say, no, I don't want this. This is a jewelry, no matter who is carrying this we should not say no i don't want to go to this because then a mushrik has got this how much islam encourages us to learn of course the priority is to learn from pious people but if there is something useful and there is no other source for it and i have to ask a pagan or munafiq or a bad person and I am not going to be affected with all these conditions, I must go for it. If this is a good idea, good knowledge, beneficial knowledge, or hikmah, there is no other alternative, and you are not going to be affected by the wrong things around it, you must go and get this, and you should feel this is not a stranger to you.
2: Uh, Shatna, it, it might be a question uh, why is it that the believer is missing this wisdom? Ah. Yet yeah, the Ka-tum has it. So I think perhaps um, what i is saying is well, the is something he's looking for, not necessarily that he doesn't have any of this, he's completely missing. But it's something he's always looking for. As for why a mushrik may have a wisdom that we don't, I think generally if we notice those wisdoms, usually they tend to actually stem from a previous prophet of some, some
0: yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know based on what we discussed before when you read this hadith you realize that al-hikmah here is not used in the sense of quality it is used in the sense of wise ideas a mushrik does not have al-hikmah here this is wise ideas that they may have and you would look for it so you have to be careful when you read these hadith you have to understand this is al-hikmah in the sense of that quality which i said that you are in your heart being constantly inspired or it is theoretical and through mind you go and learn of course when you get it from a mushrik where does mushrik keep hikma, the wise idea in his mind where you should keep it uh, you you first send it to your mind purify it from anything attached to it and then you send it to your heart you absorb it unfortunately many times when we read a wise hadith ayah or wise saying we keep it in our mind for some time and then we even forget it but you should send it to your mind not first to heart some people easily get influenced emotionally first send it to your mind يستمعون القول you have to listen carefully then when you find it is good يتبعون أحسن so from his mind you send to your mind check it if you see this is real hikmah, send it to your heart by implementing by acting upon it by absorbing and also this zalatul mu'min doesn't mean that mu'min has no hikmah. it's like you have a collection of uh, for example jewelries and you see your set is not complete (laughs) you have maybe nine hundred ninety nine 199 pieces but one piece is missing and you look everywhere to find for example For example, just example, maybe we as a community see that we don't have wisdom of how to train our children today so that they are proud of their identity, but at the same time, for example, engaged with the society. This is one piece of... (coughs) Jewelry that we see, for example, may be missing. Then we look around. Is any other person or community who has this wisdom? If they have this wisdom, if they are good people, alhamdulillah. If they are not good people, but still they have managed to keep their identity and being engaged, we should get it. We shouldn't say, No, Alhamdulillah, we have everything. Because we have Quran and Hadith, we don't need to look for anything else. We have Quran and Hadith, but Quran and Hadith says you must also go and learn, because to understand the Quran, to understand the Hadith, is the task that not everyone is able to fulfill. Quran has everything that you need. But who is able to understand the Quran? Like for example when the Sullah says, Utrabul Elobasin, why he says go to China? Was there any Islamic seminary or (laughs) any Muslim scholar there? Someone to teach them Qur'an. So Quran is sufficient, but our understanding of Qur'an is not sufficient. And sometimes to understand and appreciate the Qur'an, we need things that we may have ourselves. Sometimes we may not have ourselves. We have to be happy to learn. <coughs> Another hadith, al-Hikmatu al Mu'min, the beginning is similar from Amir al nifaq. That was Mushrik, it says nifaq. even from Hypocrites. You should get even from hypocrites. But this is for someone that can discern. If you cannot discern, and then instead of getting hekma, you get confusion, then this is not your job. Like, for example, someone who wants to go and get the jewelry, but they give him something fake. You have to be able to if you are not able to understand ask someone who is experienced and able to tell you this is real or fake yes
1: uh, going back to your <clears throat> explanation about getting the hypno um, in an array of lights and so forth mm. uh, I, I was thinking perhaps some hypno has given to individuals on an individual and personalized basis They get to a purified state. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
0: Hikmah in the sense of wise ideas or in the hikmah quality?
1: Either or. Um, I'm talking about the formality and how it's received. So, one way that you mentioned is that they purify themselves. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let's say in a monthly, weekly, and then daily, and then constantly gives them hikmah and the norms that they need. Uh, can we also see, uh, that's on an individual basis, and sometimes as a collective, Hikmah. Uh, Hikmah, God gives Hikmah this knowledge to all this uh, creation, uh, just like the sun gives the light to everybody. And whoever uh, gets to a state of consciousness can receive that light to a certain degree, without it being personal, but rather as a collective.
0: in the end it has to come to someone's mind and heart but sometimes maybe Allah inspires few people at the same time you know sometimes you see that all of a sudden few people in different countries start talking about the same thing you know so this can be just coincidence, but it can sometimes mean that Allah wants to inspire that generation with something with a message. So it can happen. But in the end of the day, everything should come to hearts and minds of some individuals. Because we don't have a collective heart. We have, don't have a collective mind but we have a collective understanding but it, finally it should come to the heart of someone or so, some people
1: yeah, but the source is the same
0: source is the same yes so it's very important that uh, for example even in laylatul qadr when allah sends the spirit and angels, Ruh, for example, as also we have in the Quran, it comes to the heart of Imam Zaman or of Allah. So the best connecting point between the world of spirits and this world is the heart heart of khodja of allah connects mulk and malakut but it has to go to heart no nur no inspiration no hikmah comes unless goes to a heart and from that heart reaches other people Just being devil's advocate
1: here, if you don't mind,
0: no problem uh, I may well be wrong this,
1: but let's assume that uh, let's take Adam into consideration here, and let's give an example of saying that also the status of the animal people it might also be uh, in direct correlation to how much wisdom they receive. Just in the same way as if somebody goes into the very low altitudes of the world can receive certain amounts of sunshine, and somebody in the Himalayas, minus the cold, would receive more of that sunshine. Sunshine, given the, the proximity to the sun, even uh, and, and um, what I'm talking about altitude here is the level of intellect. Uh, but then that would be tied into the argument of that God gives a ray of knowledge um, to you know the island, and the person with that amount of reach can collect the most. Then that will go against the argument of no, it's a very individualized. Sort of thing, and the person reaching the peak in their heart and self purification can receive the direct to yeah. So sort of
0: yeah, you know, guidance Allah gives to everyone. We have general guidance for everyone. But Hikmah is different, it's more than that. Hikmah is not just guidance, Hikmah is something that Allah gives to selected people, not everyone. وَمَنْ يُؤْتَى الْحِكْمَةِ فَقَدْ أُوْتِيَ This is not common. Yes. I think maybe this question
2: about uh, There's more like, is there an infinite stream of wisdom from Allah's from Because we are veiled, we don't access it. Or is it the case that it's very rare so that even if you had hundred people
0: who are eligible to receive it, maybe mm. very good. A very good question. The a stream of wisdom between Allah and the Quran and the Hujah of Allah is always there. But between Hujjah of Allah and humanity, no. It can be closed, it can be open, it can be wide open, it can be little open. This part is very much dependent on us. But Quran, Rasulullah or Hujjah of Allah at each time, they are fully charged with Hikmah. How much we receive, it's based on our capacity. Sometimes when a person does not practice the things that everyone knows, why he should be given Hikmah? If I don't implement basic things, I don't implement things which are written on the book, then I expect inspiration to come to me. Yeah. So, for example, if I know uh, smoking is harmful for my health, do I need then inspiration? Oh, Allah, please inspire me so that I don't smoke. You don't need inspiration. Inspiration, inshallah, if I get a chance, I will talk about it. Inspiration is always for something which is not available. If there is something available in your local market, then Allah would not send it from Malakut. <laughs> something which is written in the book, something that on lectures, on member, you know, other people say, Allah then would not send you a special package of hikmah from another realm. But when you really absorb whatever is available for you and act upon it and you need more, Allah sends you with a special delivery. Because his job is to make sure that no one's capacity for growth is not is no unutilized. So this is why it's very important that we should use anything which is available, we should go to a school, we should go to Hose, we should go uh, learn books, we should do mobile, we should take notes. But this is just the beginning of the process. It's very important. But this is just to subscribe to another school. (laughs) When you graduate in this school, then your name is registered in another school, where Rasulullah and Hujjah of Allah is the teacher. And admission exam is how much you have implemented what was taught in the lower school. If you have learned and implemented, then you can start there. And that school is very private. Maybe someone in the UK, maybe someone in Pakistan, maybe someone in China, they are now taking the lessons. And every person receives a specific guidance. There can be common things, but they don't need to spend time because the teacher is busy with someone else. Or the teacher is away. (laughs) So just we need to get to that level. And then if someone gets to that level, of course, part of hikmah might be You keep it for yourself for the time being. And then when the time comes, we tell you how to share it. Yeah? Because the the other people shouldn't, you know, just through you cheat. (laughs) So they, they they need to grow and then we tell you how to share with them. So because our time is limited, let me stop here with the hadith, inshallah we continue hadith next week, I want to introduce you a few books so that uh, you can prepare yourself for the next Inshallah session. For the Quran, we need to refer to sources on Arabic uh, language For example, I give you some list. One of the earlier sources on uh, Arabic, you know, loga and language is Al Ain, the book Al Ain by Khalil, who died in 175 after Hijrah. So this book is for second century. When it comes to at any book which is earlier is more important because it takes us to the way that these words were understood closer to the time of Revelation or life of the Prophet and Imams. Another source which is very much used by our scholars is if you go to any library you should find it we have it in the Islamic Center's Library it must be also here Alhamdulillah there's a new edition by Ibn Faris who died in 395 more than 1000 years ago Another one which is very famous is Sihahul by Jowhari. I don't have the date, unfortunately, here. It's not giving the date here. But it's very famous. Sihahul by Jowhari. Misbahul Lugah by Fayyumi. Lisanul Arab by Ibn Manzoor, who died in 711. Mufradat by Raqib al-Israhani. So this is then only about Quran. Those books are about Arabic language, any term which is in the Quran, in poem, whatever. But this is Mufradat, Al-Mufradat, Mufradatu al quran It helps you to understand meaning of the Qur'anic terms. Okay, for example, in our case, what is hikma? What is hukm? What is hakim? What is ikam? What is hakem? Tahakkum? All these things. It's very good book. You don't find any a scholar doing anything on Qur'an. Or Fiq unless he re- refers to this book. Very important. Raghib al Isfahani. Raghib. Raghib. Mufradat al Father Quran. They normally call it Mufradat al Raghib. There are other books, but if you get a chance, just look at. Uh, maqais or Lisan Arab but this one we need it. So we made Alhamdulillah handout for you. So this handout is partly from Mufradat al So the first part is Mufradat al-Ragir on Hikmah. Then we have some very good contemporary books. Very good, comfort. may Allah, inshallah, accept from the authors. One book which is very good, it's a really treasure, is this At Tahqiq fi Kalamatil, Quran al Karim. At Tahqiq fi Quran al Karim one of the ulamas who has many books on different fields and he had a very good uh, a spiritual also you know connection or condition uh, the late uh ayatollah hassan Mustafavi, hassan Mustafa
2: is
0: the author he has books on liqaullah he has uh, many books so the name again, by the way all these books are available on noor cds if you have noor cds on quran tafsir in the section on Logha they have these books what he has done hassan Mustafa, the late what he has done for any route He brings passages from the relevant books that I mentioned earlier books, but then he has his own analysis. So you have also a few pages of this book on Hekma. So the second part of handout, you know, uh, you see it's written at tahriq fi Kalamat al-Qur'an al-Karim, page 264, you see page five? So those four pages are from this book. Yeah. The other book is, so this is in Arabic. Raghb Mufradat by Raghb is Arabic. Taqeeh fi al Quran is also Arabic. We have also a good book. Good book, Qamus al Quran. This is by Ayatollah Sayyid Ali Akbar Qureshi is a member of uh, Council of Experts, Iran, and he's alive. And he has few volumes, Qamus Quran, but this is in Farsi. He also has good analysis. Also, Astana quotes Razavi, they have published two volumes, similar thing, based on Tafsir e it's a commentary and interpretation of Quranic terms on the basis of This is Persian, yes. So, two sources are in Persian, therefore, I didn't give you those. But if you want also, we can give you. But two sources are in Arabic and inshallah we will at least Refer to those two. So if you can familiarize yourself.
2: Uh,
0: the last one is Quran. So what Inshallah we will do next week. We continue reading those hadith about Hikmah which we have not managed to read. And then delve into the Quran to see what other scholars have said about hikmah and then we will see if we can go a little bit further inshallah